Welcome to Keystone Education Radio, the podcast for all things focused on education in Pennsylvania. Now here's your host, Annette Stevenson. With the 2020 election year quickly approaching, it's important to ensure that all demographics in our country are represented. And with the young adults making up a large portion of our population, fostering civic engagement with students as they're heading towards 18 is essential to a fairly represented electoral outcome. In today's episode, we're going to discuss voter registration and civic engagement with students, and we're going to hear about the Governor's Civic Engagement Award presented by the Pennsylvania Departments of State and Education. With us today is Secretary of the Commonwealth, Kathy Bookvar. Welcome, Secretary Bookvar. Thank you so much for having us here today. And also here from the Pennsylvania Department of State is Community Impact Manager, Rachel Boss. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Let's start by understanding what the Governor's Civic Engagement Award is and and what the objectives are. Can you briefly describe that for us? Sure. So thank you again for having us on the show to talk about this very important award. Governor Wolf started this award several years ago, and the Civic Engagement Award is a recognition program for both schools and students that recognizes and honors these schools for achieving high levels of voter registration among eligible students. So for example, um, for schools that register at least 85% of eligible students, they earn the gold level award. And for schools that register between 65% and 85%, so at least 65%, receive a silver award. And this achieves not only goals of having the students engaged in civics and participation in their democracy, in our democracy, but it also fuels quite a bit of really positive uh, competition among the schools and among the students. I can imagine. So it's a terrific program, and, you know, it really instills lifelong practices of voting. And, you know, studies show that when people start voting early and feel engaged early, they're much more likely to become lifelong voters. And to even take this next step further, we've added to this program, so it also rewards students for becoming poll workers. And I will tell you, having been a poll worker myself, Mm -hmm. there's no time that you feel more a part of the cycle of democracy, of really being a part of it, than you do when you're a poll worker. And it's life-changing. So we're very excited to have students take part in in being a poll worker as well. It's a critical role for all of us. So, Mm -hmm. And they're able to fulfill that role like any other age poll worker. Or do they fill a sort of junior or student role? Is it different? So um, students who serve as poll workers, um, the requirements are a little bit different. Uh, The Pennsylvania Election Code allows students as young as 17 to serve as poll workers, Mm -hmm. but they must have permission from the principal and from their parent or guardian because they will be possibly missing a day of school. And they do have to be um, in good academic standing. And um, they'd serve in either the clerk or machine operator or machine inspector position. So the judge of elections is the poll worker in charge at the polling place, and Mm -hmm. they would be supervising any students that work on election day. Okay, great. Uh, Still a, a very essential role. Absolutely. So this is the third year that the Pennsylvania Departments of State and Education will present the Governor's Civic Engagement Award. What was the catalyst? What prompted the creation of the award program? 
Yeah, you know, the governor, as well as Department of State and Department of Education, saw what was happening all around the country, frankly, and that we wanted to make sure that every eligible voter across the Commonwealth had the opportunity and the information they needed to become engaged in their democracy. So it was a great idea that the governor had, and purely to really encourage the next generation of voters. And so how many schools are currently or have participated in this program? We are really pleased with how the program is going and how um, we see that it's kind of on an upward trajectory. And after the first two years, and we think that this third year, especially going into a big presidential year, is going to be a banner year for our program and for um, for young voters. So in the first two years of the program, we had more than 6,000 eligible students registered to vote um, through participating, through their schools participating. And in the first year, that was 16 schools that were recognized with gold and silver level awards. Mm-hmm. In the second year, that number went up to 23 schools, and seven of those 23 were repeat winners, so they had also been recognized in the first year. And so far this year, we have had um, over 70 schools let us know that they're running voter registration drives so that they're they're aiming for that 65% or higher mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have until April 3rd, 2020, to reach that point. And we're, we're really hopeful that all 70 of those schools will achieve that 65%. And I'll say it's, it's not the final number either. Um, there's still time for schools to get involved, to go to our website and register and start planning their spring voter registration drive because there will be, you know, a voter registration deadline before the spring primary, mm-hmm. not just that um, October deadline that we had this year ahead of the November general. Right. So if schools are interested in holding a voter registration drive um, or s- some similar type of support, what are the challenges that may have hindered schools or that schools might be faced with in organizing these types of uh, programs? So when we go and we do presentations about the Governor's Civic Engagement Award to administrators and to educators, um, some of the concerns that we hear about have to do with um, parents may be concerned about there being political activity among um, the students, or there's a hesitation on, on the part of the administrators on how having a voter registration drive may be perceived, you know, just kind of due to, to heightened political atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So there's a tendency to shy away from talking about politics at all. But talking about elections is really vital to teaching civil discourse and helping young people understand how government functions. So registering to vote is not a partisan activity, and talking about how elections function is not a partisan activity. It's really just part of preparing these young adults for being a fully engaged adult citizen. So that's kind of how we like to approach those concerns. Yeah, it's education for just citizenship, and that really does seem like it fits well within the educational environment. Exactly. How have you found students to react to the Governor's Civic Engagement Award and its mission? What has been their reaction? It's been really wonderful to see how strongly the kids have reacted, um, the young young adults, I should call them. They really have been so excited you know, I think both for their own engagement and learning, but also the, all the peer-to-peer opportunities that they've had. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, on National Voter Registration Day, I went to visit Carlisle High School, which has been one of the very active schools in this program and has won 
Brits two years in a row, and I think registered over 90%, as I recall, last year of their eligible student population. So they far exceeded where they needed to to even win an award. And hearing the, the students talk about what it has meant to them and, you know, how they've learned aspects of the process and their democracy that they had no idea about before, and then being inspired, it literally being life-changing for them in their inspiration for what they wanted to do from there. Hmm. Um, You know, I had one um, young woman who's been a tremendous leader in this effort who, you know, has gone out of her way to get sort of everybody she knows involved and (laughs) They were very appreciative. You know, we were sitting around a room talking about the program, and uh, rather than, you know, this, the other students sort of blaming her for adding another thing to their plate, they mm-hmm. were all so appreciative of her having introduced them to this important piece of their democracy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's what it takes, some enthusiasm that starts with one person or just a few people. Exactly. Why do you think it's important to hold in-person voter registration events within the high schools versus another setting or versus email campaigning? Well, I think Secretary Bookvar hit the nail on the head when she was talking about the impact that the students have on each other directly. Research has shown that peer-to-peer voter registration drives are successful for high school students, and it's just more impactful when a trusted mentor, educator, or peer encourages you to register and vote and talks to you about the importance of voting rather than an anonymous communication or an outside organization. You know, I think of a couple of different examples that come to mind of students that I've met through this program. A young woman named Abby, she um, was a student leader. She earned the individual award, so she both served as a poll worker and led voter registration efforts in her high school at Cannon McMillan High School. Mm -hmm. Um, And she followed up with us and wrote a guest blog for the Department of State. She's now studying political science at American University. And I, I think about the opportunity that that provided for her to become a student leader, um, to have that experience of, you know, understanding at an early age the importance of voting and then learning to communicate about that important experience and to really have have that in her pocket going forward as something that she can put on her resume, that she can use as job experience. And so that's kind of one example of an exemplary student. Mm -hmm. But I also think about students who may have been less likely to be engaged in the voting process that because um, an educator, you know, approached them and and talked to them about voting um, and got them engaged in voter registration, that it actually um, brought them into the fold. So they may not have been one of those students who was like Abby, who, you know, was already very active and already had tendencies toward leadership, but voting nonetheless became um, a very important part of their lives. There was um, a young woman who attended a high school, Building 21 in Allentown. Um, Mm -hmm. She had moved to the States um, from Puerto Rico following Hurricane Maria, and um, her teacher who reached out to us to let us know that um, this young woman, Jalissa, had become involved in the program, that because of her involvement in kind of U.S. civics and, and the civic engagement activities at the school, that she had decided to register and vote for the first time after oh, moving wow. to Pennsylvania. And how I'd love to think how that's going to impact these students' lives going forward. And I really hope that they would be included in that statistic that shows that being involved at this age turns into a lifelong practice of voting and participating in elections. Mm-hmm. 
Is there a way that high school students of all ages can participate in voter registration efforts? Yes, absolutely. Um, and it, this has been another wonderful thing about you know going to the schools and hearing from the students who've participated how creative their voter registration activity has been. And so, for example, when I was at Carlisle, um, they were talking about they were going to be sending these postcards, which were basically happy birthday postcards to the students turning, I can't remember if it was just 18 or if it was 18 and 17, since they can Mm pre-register, but literally happy birthday. And by the way, here's the link to register to vote, which is just great idea, right? And anybody can do that of any age. And I know, Rachel, you were talking about some students doing senior projects and other types of school projects, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's, I think there are a lot of different opportunities to embed voter registration and civic engagement into some of the other activities that students are doing. So there may be an opportunity to um, devise and plan a voter registration drive as part of a senior project or community project. You know, there are student clubs that sometimes look for these kinds of projects. I only recently became aware of the National Social Studies Honor Society. I met a teacher actually on Friday who was very excited to get her students from that club, from that organization involved. We have worked closely with the Pennsylvania Association of Student Councils to reach out to their student leaders. This idea of involving your student council, student government, and the efforts to to register students. So I think there are a lot of ideas out there and more more ideas to be had than than we have even become aware of yet. Mm-hmm. So they can become creative with their thinking, which is great. Mm -hmm. How can schools educate students about the importance of being civically engaged before they reach voting age? So I think part of it is creating this culture of civic engagement in the school. And part of what the award tries to do is is reach those individual students through the program. But also, we would really love to see, and we've seen already in the first two years, these schools that make it a tradition, that make it part of their the regular course of student activities that take place every year, that this is when we run our voter registration drive. And they have the benefit of living in Pennsylvania, where elections take place every year. So you know, we can have our fall drive, we can have our spring drive, and really just kind of embed that in the fabric of the students' lives every year. And it can become something that the younger students look up to the older students who are running the drives and registering to vote. And it's something that they become aware of and cognizant of um, even before they're eligible and that they, they can look ahead to. In terms of um, things that the educators can do and the schools, we do have um, curriculum available that the Department of State has developed. We've worked with the Pennsylvania Department of Education um, to make this curriculum available on their standards aligned system, which is educators can access online. Um, And so we've aligned voter registration and the Governor's Civic Engagement Awards with a couple of specific teaching standards related to U.S. history and civics. So that curriculum can actually be tied into what they may be planning during the course of a social studies year or, you know, U.S. history, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And the educators and administrators seem often to be, whether they start or come along, to be as excited about this as the students are. And it's really, they play a huge role, of course, because from year to year, they may be the continuity as people graduate. Um, and it was really great seeing, talking to the principals and the and the teachers who clearly were really proud of their schools and their students. And 
And hearing also the students, you know, back to the peer-to-peer thing, the students going from class to class and talking about this as well. So you have, you know, the administrators, the educators, and the kids all playing a role Mm -hmm. in really the spreading of this civic, the culture of civic discourse that was really perfectly said, Rachel. Great. So what kinds of resources are available and where can school leaders go for more information on the Governor's Civic Engagement Award and just how to go about organizing events? Is there some place that school leaders can look for that? Absolutely. So anyone who's interested in learning about this program, registering, submitting an application, that's all available on our website at votespa.com slash GCEA for Governor's Civic Engagement Award. We have that curriculum that I mentioned that's available there. In addition to pledge to vote cards, um, we have a quick guide for how to get started with a high school voter registration drive. And we also, there's where we have our list of past year's winners and any information you'd need to know to to kind of get started. And um, there's also contact information there, so we're happy to respond to questions. If there's any questions from educators or students alike, please feel free to, to reach out to us. Great. Well, this is exciting, heading into 2020 with this being an election year and such important information for the schools and for the students. I want to thank you, Secretary, for being with us today. Happy to be here. Thank you. And Rachel Boss, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for the opportunity. This podcast is produced by the Pennsylvania School Boards Association. Listeners, I encourage you to go to our website at keyedradio.org for more information on today's discussion and for past episodes covering a wide range of education topics. This is Annette Stevenson saying thank you for listening to Keystone Education Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Keystone Education Radio podcast are solely the views and opinions of our guests and do not reflect the views and opinions of the Pennsylvania School Boards Association. Thank you.